Welcome, everyone, to this episode of the Chronicle Weekly Report. I'm Lane Healy. And I'm Anya Gondalski. Here's what's in the news for Wednesday, October 6th. Quinnipiac University School of Nursing announced in June that it would be discontinuing its nursing anesthesia program. After being ignored by administration, Quinnipiac nursing anesthesia students went to the Connecticut Office of Higher Education for help. The Lambda Theta Phi Latin fraternity highlighted the importance of black and brown unity with an open discussion held on September 30th. It started with an educational presentation on various social movements and ended with an important conversation about what black and brown unity means to the members of the organization. President Derek Hernandez encouraged students to meet new people and get involved in the Bobcat community to make a change. Associate News Editor Melina Khan and contributing writer Brianna Mickledowney hear from students as they share their negative experiences with Quinnipiac University's Health Center. Between faulty COVID tests and a lack of availability, students are seeking care off campus. Christy Chase, Director of Student Health Services, says appointments are based off of urgency and that the staff is trying their best to answer student needs. An opinion? Ever feel guilty about gossiping with your friends? Don't be. Managing editor Emily Flamet says it's all part of the human experience. Gossiping is a social skill that helps us form connections, share information, and build trust. If you're a first-year student at Quinnipiac University, Sanaya Powell is right there with you. She talks about dealing with seasonal depression, homesickness, and the challenges of adjusting to college. Powell says that going to college has made her appreciate the simple things in life. Social media celebrity Alex Jones is creating real-world problems from behind his computer, according to opinion editor Xavier Cullen. His claim that the Sandy Hook massacre was quote-unquote a giant hoax shattered the hearts of the involved families. His alternative right conspiracies don't stop there, and each one brings him more fame. Cullen urges his audience to give Jones less attention online and learn from his mistakes. In Arts and Life, Associate Arts and Life editor David Matos covers the Amplifying Latinx Voices YAP series. Students were selected to voice their experiences with identity and belonging in the form of essays and poetry. The next YAP event will take place on October 6th and will feature guest poet John Murillo. After 23 seasons, Big Brother is finally celebrating its first black winner, Xavier Prother. He walked away with a $750,000 prize on September 29th. Associate News Editor Melina Khan says this season was a breath of fresh air and a step in the right direction for diversity. CBS announced last November that its reality shows will feature a cast of 50% people of color in the future. The iPhone 13 was released on September 24th, and Arts and Life Editor Neha Sinarain shares her thoughts on the latest model. She delves into the materialistic motivations behind constant upgrades and questions what goes on behind closed doors in Apple's marketing department. Mass mandates around the U.S. have introduced the concept of mass phishing, a term created on TikTok. Mass phishing is when someone takes off their mask and appears less attractive than they seem before. Managing editor Toyloy Brown III argues it's actually a good thing, despite the negative implication. Masks can act as a shield for our insecurities and emphasize personality over looks in romantic situations. So keep on mass fishing. Who knows how much longer we'll be able to. In this edition of Book of the Week, Arts and Life editor Ashley Pelletier reviews Circe, a 2018 novel set in the Greek heroic age. The book follows Circe, the daughter of Helios, as she struggles with her divinity and femininity. If you love Greek mythology, this may be the book for you. How many times have you rewatched your favorite TV show? It's not uncommon to binge watch a comfort series. Scientific research reveals that rewatching TV is a great way to reduce stress but you might feel a little guilty about it. Arts and Life editor Ashley Pelletier shares the trick is to recognize rewatching shows as a tool for self-care. As the weather gets cooler and nights grow longer, many eagerly await the start of spooky season, but members of the Asian community instead look forward to the Lunar Moon Festival, a three-day holiday that celebrates the moon and harvest. 
I walk you through what the Asian Student Alliance did to celebrate this year and what their plans are for the future. Quinnipiac University Counseling Services held its annual Fresh Check Day yesterday to spread mental health awareness in a fun, relaxing way. It featured interactive expo booths, free food, and raffles, and addressed students' mental stability, which is often put on hold to prioritize school. The event has been a fall stable at Quinnipiac since 2015. In sports, the field hockey team has struggled this season, sitting at the bottom of the Big East ranking with Providence. But there may be hope with freshman forward Amelia Massarelli, who currently ranks in the Big East top 10 for goals. Milton Wolfenden walks you through what he thinks this means for the team as they finish up their season on October 31st. The Quinnipiac men's ice hockey team welcomes three new goalies. Yaniv Peretz, a sophomore from Quebec who joined the team this January, is the only returning player. All three are competing for the same starting spot in the lineup, but are united in their goal to win championships. The Bobcats start their season next Friday in the Icebreaker Tournament against Boston College. Fans are excited for a new season of women's hockey, as this season is the first since March 2020 to allow spectators at full capacity. Quinnipiac brought on eight new players, a combination of first-year students and transfers to an already impressive team. Contributing writer Benjamin Yergin predicts the Bobcats will go 25-5-4 and win the ECAC championship. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Chronicle Weekly Report. I'm Lane Healy. And I'm Anya Grindalski. Be sure to pick up this week's paper or check out our website, quchronicle.com. Thanks for listening to the Weekly Report. We'll be back with another episode next Wednesday.